Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Geek Centurions. It's me, your boy Eli, with good old Joey here and Stop. Daniel. We're back for another, like, what's it, a demo discussion? Yeah, it is. So we're gonna talk. The first thing we're gonna talk about is Demon Slayer, the anime, the one that everyone was really hyped about, and for majority, I would say a good ninety-nine percent exceeded expectation. And the newest movie that it came out, which was the Infinity Train, something like that. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Demon Slayer yet. Uh, I've been meaning to. I heard it's very popular, but yeah, I think me, something with a train. We enjoy side, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can give you our thoughts. Um, and basically, the idea is the, the recent news that has been going around um, since last month, since the time of this recording, was that Demon Slayer is has been submitted for nomination for Best Animation at the Oscars. And you're wondering, well, why is that important? One, rarely is any anime aside of, like, Hayao Miyazaki stuff, you know, that kind of anime usually up for nomination. Rarely is it anything that, you know... Your name wasn't up for nomination, I'll tell you that. That was kind of that was kind of tragic for a lot of people yeah. who've seen that movie and feel like that movie deserves a nomination because, holy crap, the animation looks stunning. Yeah, great story and you know it's just an amazing movie overall oh yeah so it's like so it especially so it supposedly going up for nomination along with the fact that it's a long it's essentially a basically an anime movie based on a show based on a you know it's like it's like whenever they it's like if nar if any of the naruto movies which are non-canon went up for animation went up for nomination but in this case it's actually part of the canon and it's actually another part of that story and all that good stuff. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. I haven't seen the movie. Because obvious reasons why. The situations that we're in. And I'll say this. Knowing the studio that animates it, UFO Table, they are known for giving you drop-dead gorgeous animation. Especially in terms of fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> We're all like, yeah, we know that you idiot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, like, uh, like what was the studio name again? UFO Table. Okay, I- I'm not familiar with them. Okay, so basically, I'm pretty sure if you just look up any thing they worked on, you'll be like, oh, really? They worked on that? So, like, they worked on the Code Vein animation, or like the anime aspect of that. Yeah. They worked on the, they bas- they're basically working on all the fate stuff. Well, not all the fate stuff, but like the main fate stuff. Okay, so they're the one, they're the guys that made uh, those Fate Stay After, or basically those gotcha games on mobile phone right now. Uh, some of them, but the the current anime ones are probably them. It looks like their style. Yeah. Yeah, and Joey's like, God damn, he doesn't like Fate. But he, he hasn't uh, watched it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really get it. <laughs> like, I, I know is that there's some I, historical I, I, figures there. They change it to uh women, and then uh, a lot of people want Saber to be in Smash Brothers for some reason. I don't get it. Listen, I think I'm, I think out of the three of us, I'm the one that's seen it, most of it, a good chunk of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I would love to talk about it, but it's like, there's too much to talk about, and we're not going to start it here. We're going to get into a long tangent. If we did, this this tangent would be too long for the episode. But essentially, you know, they're no. It's <clears throat> aside from that, um, Fate. They're most of their stuff, most of the best stuff is animated by Yufo Table. Yufo Table is. Is an animation company in Japan. They're currently doing Demon Slayer, and for the instead of getting a second season, they're making a goddamn movie. And that movie was apparently so good that it was number one in Japan for a long time, beating out the previous number one, which was Spirit Away. So, wow. yeah, yeah. I get, it, it's sort of crazy when you look at it from that perspective because I'm pretty sure Spirit Away is like the only anime ever won a best animated picture at the Oscars. Yeah. So in the context in, in that sort of context, right, in Japan, if a, this Demon Slayer movie was able to beat the box office record of the and now it's like the number one movie in like Japan of all time. You gotta like I guess that kind of is sort of like oh then what is like I guess like the implications are like what does that mean for the U.S. or like U.S. audiences mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or like critical reception overseas, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, let's talk about the fact that it it's it's Demon Slayer, which is in itself a very popular anime. Um, Daniel, you haven't seen it, but if I were to give my quick two cents, I think it's okay. It's really <laughs> the story of itself. It's okay. Um, I think what, what people really love about it is the animation. Yeah, I, I can. I, I also watched it, and the animation is definitely really good. Um, I also say, at least, at least for me, like I think what makes the anime is sort of the relationship between uh, two main leads, the uh, brother and sister, Tanjiro and uh, Nezuko. Oh, like, like their relationship. Should we give a quick explanation about the story if people, for those who haven't heard of it? Uh, I guess yeah. Just a just a ba- basic synopsis. Yeah. So, Joe, you mind saying that? <laughs> you were already on there? Oh, okay. So, basically, from... Because it has been a while since I've seen the first season. Um, basically, it's a story about Tanjiro, the main character, uh, whose uh, sister has turned into a demon. Because, uh, demon vampire kind of thing. Yeah, like, a, like it's, a, it's like a weird, like, demon vampire scenario where, like... Killed his whole family. Except for her. Yeah, and, like, and she's sort of now transformed into, like, a half-human, half-demon kind of thing. And he sort of joins this elite group of uh, sort of samurai warriors called the demon slayers who go around killing demons and stuff. And basically his whole goal is to find a demon that killed his family and turned his sister into a demon and pretty much exact sort of his revenge and also find a way to like, you know, turn her, his sister back into a human. Mm-hmm. And you meet a lot of the, you meet some characters along the way. You some of them quirky, some of them being eh. Uh, but overall that's sort some of... Some of them getting on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's it's overall that's sort of the basic. And it is like Daniel hasn't seen it, but he knows what I'm talking about. No, like yeah, like when you've seen a lot of animes, you know those kind of character archetypes. Oh yeah, I think I sent you a meme of that character. Oh yeah, it was like a cosplayer like chasing over Nesuko, and he literally falls down on his face. <laughs> that man committed. That, that man committed. committed. But uh, no, it's it is it. So that, that's the story synopsis, and essentially the movie is continuing where the the show left off, where um, they get into this train that's supposed to lead them to somewhere, and turns out the train is like all magical and shit. But it's and essentially, you know, it, the there's still it's still a chunk of the the manga re- did, ended last year, so they they have yet to adapt the majority of it. So the fact that this is a show that essentially is, I feel like is it's a good show. I, I'm not gonna. It's not my favorite show in the world, but it's a good show. And seeing the recon, the the amount of recognition is getting is really insane, especially for the movie. Yeah, like I feel like it's kind of like like when you, like I think when Dana mentioned, I think you mentioned about like earlier. I think mm-hmm. um, it is kind of insane when you can I guess compare the two. You feel like My Hero definitely has a lot more of a mainstream appeal. Like in the states, oh yeah, especially, and that 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 series has already had like two mm-hmm. movies, right? It's making a third one, right, Daniel? I think they said it. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I, I, you know, they probably are right now because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so damn popular. Yeah. yeah. So 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 it is kind of interesting that my hero, which is kind of seen as the more mainstream popular one at mm-hmm. least in, ter- in terms of a lot of like new shonen shows that sort of come out so yeah like i don't know it's interesting just sort of just seeing that like demon slayer like the movie has hit such a chord and has been able to get all these accolades and yeah it's gonna be, it, it would be interesting um if it does get the nomination at the oscars mm-hmm. because at <sighs> It's like I said. It's like I said earlier. Anime being up for nomination is so rare. It's, yeah, it kind of is. It's, it's like one of those rare instances, and like whenever like they either get nominated or even win an award, it's just like uh, I, I think it was last year with uh, uh Parasite at the Oscars that it won uh, best film. Mm-hmm. That's right, a foreign film. This is the thing. It's really considered more a foreign film, and usually the Oscars tend to not pay attention to foreign films. They tend to pay attention to like. Movies that you would expect to be in, like some stuff like the Oscars, and even like independent films, and but you know it rarely does um, a foreign film catch the attention of the Oscar. And let, let, let me just say right now, it kind of like we said before about the Video Awards. 
just because it's up for a nomination at the Oscars doesn't mean it makes it like complete and total, you know, it, it means something because sometimes their uh, Oscar wins are like, I don't feel like that Oscar wins for one. Should we give it to that guy? Uh, I mean, yeah, a lot. There's always sort of controversies of like, oh, did this movie actually really deserve it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know, like, it's interesting if it even gets nominated because, uh, usually, uh, for like a quite a long, for like, I don't know, for a long time, uh, the animation film category has just been dominated by either DreamWorks or Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. that occasional um, like independent film because I think one another anime, sh- I don't anime, uh, another like animated film that people are, are are really hoping that get, gets in is the uh, the Running with the Wolves movie. Yeah, I think it was released on Apple TV, right? Yeah, they released on Apple TV, and haven't seen like I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen like clips and stuff. Oh my god, the animation is so good. It has a very, you know, like sketchy look to it, like not sketchy like bad, but like, like you know, you know, some this they they did they were so proud of the sketch work, you know, the foundation of it that they included and they just added a couple more stuff and just made it the animation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, as someone who lo- who has that style, I really love that. Yeah, um, but it's it, I think especially for this year in terms of animation, but considering uh, what uh, we have. Two Pixar films, uh, Onward and Soul. Soul. With uh, Jimmy Fox, I think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's at least some other stuff going around mm-hmm. as well. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, like, uh, like Lupin the Third, for example. Uh, like, I was surprised to see it was uh, set for a nomination. And, you know, it looks amazing. And I heard good, great things about that film. Yeah. That's the best thing. That there's, I mean, we're not saying, like, we can talk about whether or not um, Demon Slayer deserves it or not. I mean, we can, but maybe after this, the other episode with this point. But essentially, my thing is, it's so weird that it's a it's a long run. It's a it's a Adam. It's a movie based on a long, uh, current release really sh- uh, show to get a nomination, which is so weird because usually a lot of anime fans just kind of like don't don't acknowledge it or just ignore it. Yeah. This one, it's kind of part of the story, so we can we have to acknowledge it. And it, we just happen to have like what great animation and stuff, and usually some, sometimes the, the the guys at at the Oscars tend to ignore, like we said earlier, stuff like Your Name, and currently you know, well, an anime movie that I feel like should be considered because it's so amazing in terms of three D animation is a Loop on the Third, because there are moments where that animation looks almost so realistic. Especially with like the way it, so it just look up Lupin the Third 3D animated movie, anime movie or whatever, and you and you seeing how that looks, you're like, holy crap! Just the stills, catch catch your eye, like it's just it nothing is going on. It's just them looking at something or whatever, and you're like, wow, that looks gorgeous. Yeah, for a 3D animated film. Now don't be wrong. There's it's not like something crazy like say into the Spider Verse where each one there's a different style for each one. But it just it looks so goddamn good. Yeah, like it it's very stylish and um, cap, captures you know like the the look and animation of from the original anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, let me ask you this, guys: this. Do you think one? Do you think this is gonna change the Oscars perception of anime films, or two? Do you? Th- and and we can talk add this on later. Do you think it's deserving? Let's talk with the first one. Do you think it's going to change people's opinion on animated film? Um, animated films? Uh, I don't know. Like, um, usually whenever an anime film does get nominated, it's always usually a Miyazaki film. But that's mm-hmm. because I think for the Oscar audience or the people, who, the the sort of the panel of people who vote at the Oscars and stuff, those are usually like the bigger and named animation like anime uh like Miyazaki's like pretty like mainstream well-known like household name in terms of like a director who does anime and yeah I think a lot of times uh whenever there is a lot of anime films it usually is sort of like you know your Dragon Ball movies or your uh uh your Naruto movies and you know stuff like that so Mm -hmm. usually I'm guessing uh, a lot of Oscar people are just like 
yeah, you know, it looks like what you expect an anime to be. And and I'm guessing what you're saying is that it's there's so often they often so overlook a lot of the good stuff. Uh the, the, like you know, like your name. Um, I was gonna say tell some mercy, but that's that one didn't deserve it, in my opinion. I don't know. It's interesting because obviously, like, because the, the the main thing is that the Oscars don't really like pick out films at random. Most 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 of the time, it is sort of like we think we can like be nominated for stuff for Oscars. So let's just make a little sizzle reel and be like, you know, for your consideration trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of movies do that. I think uh, I think Les Miserables, the, uh, the, the 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 movie adaptation of the musical, originally wasn't going to be nominated. We're gonna like nominate be like nominated for like stuff at the Oscars until you know they decided to like just make a for your consideration uh, sort of uh, highlight reel to the Oscars and then they started getting nominated for stuff so I think for maybe for a good chunk of some anime films maybe like at least the producers who were like bringing it overseas were like eh I don't really know if we're gonna win anything so we're just not gonna bother mm-hmm. but I mean I guess in this case, it's sort of just like, no, this stuff did really well in Japan. Maybe we can, like, push for an Oscar and see what happens. And, you know, obviously, we don't know yet whether or not uh, Demon Slayer has been nominated. It's just uh, it's been submitted to be, like, reviewed and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And uh, uh, it's, it, I mean, it'd be interesting just because it might be, like, it might cause uh, some of these Oscar... Uh, these people who like nominate and vote on things in the Oscars mm-hmm. and be like, huh, well, this is interesting. Like, is there more of this stuff out there that we don't usually see? Is this some stuff that sort of flies under the radar? Because, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it is, you know, like you said earlier, uh, like, not a whole lot of foreign films do get nominated for Oscars. And whatever stuff gets nominated usually just goes into its own little category of best foreign film. Right, like Parasite winning Best Picture last year, it was pretty huge just because it was like you know a foreign film and stuff. So I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, when you, when I think about it, like Beauty and the Beast, the original Disney uh, animated film, was actually nominated for Best Picture at the time because they were, and that was like bef- and because of that, they decided to make a Best Animated Film category. And they realize, oh shit, animated films can actually be really freaking good. Let's make a whole category out of it. So and I mean, that was the last time you ever saw one for a best picture. I mean, yeah, pretty much because they're like, I think there's probably an equal amount to it. Like, we can't have these these kitty films be be nominated for the best picture in Hollywood. Put them in their own little kid kid room corner. All right, let the real films be up here. <laughs> pretentious ass motherfucker. I mean, I don't know. There might be there might be some people that are like that. I mean, but... yeah, like Hollywood's like that. Like whenever they're like, "Well, this scary movie is really, really good." Let's not call it a horror film. Let's call it a thriller. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it, it, I think whether or not it's accepted, I think it's or even whether or not it wins. I think the fact that people can pr- put it up for consideration. Or like if the fact they can get noticed, I think it will open up a lot more, like like it will open up more more like talks about other animated films that animated films that really might have needed that you know that push, like that might be the reason why your name was not you know up for up, up for nomination because no one put it up or they no it didn't get the the word of mouth that it needed, but like no, I'm not saying that it didn't get word of mouth because good lord never used. Because people just use that as a highlight reel. Like, just show how beautiful that animation is. But, you know, I think this is this could be, like, the interest of that the people needed. Especially for the people who are, who are for the Oscars. To be like, you know, maybe we should start looking into this market. Maybe there's stuff that we can, like, get out of it. Who knows? Uh, Danny, what do you think? Do you think this can open up a whole new avenue? I mean... Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, it doesn't hurt to try at all. And I mean, if you want to go ahead and, and you know put their film up for consideration, I you know 
completely open to it, man, because uh, I can think of countless of uh, anime films that I think they could have, you know, at least tried, you know, to get nominated. Like last year, uh, uh, this is an anime series called uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of uh, Bunny Senpai. They, mm-hmm. uh, they came out with a movie last year. I'm not sure if it's the same year, you know, as in Japan, but I thought it was really great. And I think it might be Oscar worthy, but, you know, uh, it could open up and everything else. And I don't necessarily think, you know, you need to have like a box office numbers or, you know, the word of mouth for the no, stuff to kind of happen. Because uh, there are times where, like, you'll be watching, like, an award show. Like, without Oscar, you're kind of like, wait, this movie exists? Like, I haven't heard of uh, Parasite until, like, uh, the Oscars. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, and same thing had that happened, uh, I believe, with the Game Awards two years ago. Like, we see, like, Resident Evil 2 get nominated, Smash Brothers, and then Control, which completely flew under my radar, and that was nominated for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. But... I'll yeah. say this. Uh, I'll let you finish before I continue. But yeah, like I mean, uh, I would definitely like uh, encourage you know those studios to go ahead and try to put their films out for consideration. Uh, just okay. shows that you know like there's more than different kinds of animations out there than just you know than Pixar or Disney or DreamWorks. I mean, like we finally saw like Sony win an award for. Into the Spider Verse because of how different and how unique uh, the animation and story was for that film. Yeah, it, it, I, and like I, the moment I saw it, I mean, I was one of the saw Into the Spider Verse. I was like, "Yo, man, this, this is if this isn't getting an Oscar just for animation, I don't know what it need, what it needs to get." And, yeah. and, it, and it did, it did. I was so happy because like that movie deserves it. The, the amount of detail and work that went that anime, that movie went had to go through really just to give and especially to give that comic book feel was like so was was so done so well and I, i'm so happy that it won and you know here's my thing that, I, that i'm going to ask you guys do you think that this will be like uh the fact if it gets nominated do you think it'll be like a uh response not a response but like it would get the same kind of treatment that a lot of these you know a lot of the reason why people think about Marvel movies getting into the Oscars. You know, the reason as to why not, why we shouldn't really put those kind of movies in, even though, you know, a lot of us feel like, say, Infinity War might have deserved an Oscar. So, like, I'm guessing you're referring to, like, it being sort of too popular? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the snob, you know, snobby personality to it, you know, like, oh, you mean that childish thing? No, it's boring drama. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's it, it's not a custom to what, you know, we tend to feel like maybe should be up for the Oscars, you know, because a lot of people remember like the whole argument about whether or not to include Infinity War or, you know, including Black Panther into the Oscars, even though, you know, they've they have this sort of like prestige to them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was that whole thing where the Oscars were contemplating on making a separate category that were just for, like, blockbuster sort of movies, you know, these high-budget movies that sort of bring in lots of people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, pretty much the fan-favorite category. <laughs> yeah, and, like, people were, like, kind of angry about it just because it's, like, like, it felt kind of demeaning. It's, like, oh, so these movies that are, like, sort of, like, a people's choice kind of thing, you know, like, separating them from, like, I don't know, because, like, it felt like it wasn't as prestigious as, like, a regular Best Picture nomination, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, maybe we might see, like, a similar thing where, like, uh, I don't know, poten- <laughs> potentially uh, they just decide to be, like, how about we just make a new category, but just for that, like, anime can be in, like, called, like, foreign animated film, best foreign animated film or whatever. It's like, why would you do that kind of thing? I don't know. I mean, it um, kind of undermines it a lot, too, because, like, yeah, mm-hmm. your movie's great, but you're not Disney. You're not, you're foreign animated films. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's one of those things where I can, I can see that happening, because one, maybe, one, because it's, yeah, it's an anime, a film from Japan, but also, 
it's an anime that we all like. It's a popular. It's a. It's a movie based on a popular anime, or you know, a continuation from a popular anime. It's it's a movie based on a Shonen Jump property. Yeah. And seeing that get like, and I guess potentially seeing that, possibly maybe getting nominated for a best uh, best animated film is kind of, I guess yeah, it would be somewhat weird for some people mm-hmm. being like, wait, then why? How come? What about Dragon Ball Super Broly? What about that film? <laughs> or, you know, stuff, stuff or like that. Or My Hero's Rising. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> or uh, the Bunny Senpai one. Yeah. You know, it, 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 yeah, it, it, it does sort of... It's like a weird, like... I guess some people might call it like a Pandora's box of like, what about all these other friggin' films or whatever. Like, what, where, where do we draw the line? <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, it's sort of like I, I I will say like for me, it's like who cares? <laughs> like obviously, like like I think like these uh, uh like if the if the film itself is like good enough to stand on its own two legs, and like has like great animation and a good story to tell, then I feel like why not have it nominated, right? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are moments when I was watching the Dragon Ball Super Broly, but I'm like. I know this is not going to go for animation if it was an Oscar nom. Because I remember people were talking about that. But I'm like, but also, like, because there were some, there were moments where I'm like, man, this animation is so fluid. And it looks so good. But then the fights start happening. I'm like, yeah, they're not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> the moment where they're going like, Super Brawler, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like just a major, like, um, like no, no one, no highbrow dude would like come watch this for that. Yeah, I think most people if they don't know anything about Dragon Ball or, or anything that's been happening. Goddamn, like, those fights were were so good. Yeah, like they yeah. just be like, "What the hell is all this shit? What the hell is a Super Saiyan? Why did his hair turn blue? Why does his hair turn red? What the Super want, Saiyan? Why is there a Super Saiyan? Why is there a talking cat man? Who is he? What's going on? Why are they referring to this tournament of power? What the hell is that? Why are they dancing? Yeah. Why do we have to cut? Wait, why have to waste three for like three minutes of them trying to dance? Yeah, it's I don't know. It 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 will be interesting to mm-hmm. see because uh, I'm pretty sure the nomination period sort of ends by this uh, the end of February, and the Oscars aren't until April, so it's gonna be a while before I think. We mm-hmm. know, and if it does, happens. we will come back to talk about that. I mean, I mean yeah, it's a fair chance. I mean, almost nothing came out last year. I really wanted Sonic the Hedgehog to be nominated for Best Picture. I really wanted that to happen. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not nominated for anything. Like, <laughs> I won't be pissed off if it didn't if it doesn't get nominated for at least one category because I actually had fun with that movie. Isn't there like a family uh, category? No, there is no fam- best family. There is no family category. No. The closest thing to a be- best family film. Like if you're looking for a family movie. category, you go watch the Kids' Choice Awards. You watch Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards and then be saddened by all the picks. Because they're like, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, and then if you're really desperate, then you watch the Teen Choice Awards. Oh, damn. Fuck. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys this before we, before we go on to our next topic. If it get if it does get the nomination, do you think it's this is the anime that you want to like maybe open the door for more anime films? Do you think it's deserving of that? Well, I haven't seen it, so I I feel like I can't be fully uh, sure if it like mm-hmm. deserves to be nominated. But I would be more sort of like I guess I'll take the role of the of it being like, wouldn't it be funny if it does happen? <laughs> <laughs> Like that's that, that's just gonna be me if it somehow does get nominated. Like, boy, wouldn't it be really funny if it if it wins somehow? Fucking Disney's gonna be so pissed. They'll be like, Pixar, how come you didn't win anything? You lost to anime. It wasn't even Miyazaki. Damn you! I can just see them going like that. What about you, Dale? I mean, I'm completely open to them. I mean, like I said, it'd be cool if they were able to break that barrier and shows that mm-hmm. anime films that's not Studio Ghibli or anything, you know, a high class or anything like that, you know, can make it into the Oscars. So, yeah, so Demon Slayer has my support, even though I haven't seen it. 
Lupon the third has my support as well, even though I haven't seen that yeah, one either. Yeah. Just know that um, I'm rooting for those two, and I hope they can break that barrier, showing that anime films can act. What two? Because we, we lost you there for a second. Oh. Well, basically, in a nutshell, I was just saying, like, Demon Slayer and Lupin the third, those two that uh, try to go, you know, get themselves nominated, they have my full support. Uh, Hopefully they can break through that barrier and show that um, mm-hmm. anime films that isn't, you know, like Studio Ghibli or anyone, big mm-hmm. studios like them, they can make it into yeah. like Oscar worthy, you know, nomination as well. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, I, I personally, I feel like it, it, I would have enjoyed seeing an, an anime that is, um, like Joey was saying, a standalone where you don't need the context of the story to, to enjoy it. Um, but if it does, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to be like, man, that, does, that anime doesn't deserve it or, or anything like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, I don't think it's going to win it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with myself because I don't think so. I mean, I mean, it's probably because, like, I, again, even though I haven't watched it, I would, I would like to see the Running with the Wolves movie win it because that animation was so so goddamn gorgeous. <laughs> and also, oh, I don't know. I heard Soul was pretty good, too. It, it heard Soul was really, really good. So it I, was uh, really good. You saw it? Yeah. Do you think it could? You think it's better? You think it beat be Demon Slayer? Unfortunately, it <laughs> has a good chance that it's going to win. But I'm hoping Demon Slayer can do an upset like with Spider Man. We though. lost you again, Daniel. If you can hear us, we lost you again. Say again. Oh, you lost me again. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Soul most likely will win, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping for an upset. You know, just like what happened with the uh, with the year Spider Man won. Like Disney, they were so premature. They have all their advertising, you know, down for Rick and Ralph too, saying it was it won, uh, you know, best animated film. But you know, that didn't happen. It's all over Best Buy and Walmart. Oh yeah, I remember that. Because uh, they because they always win. Yeah. Honestly, I, I would uh, honestly if it wasn't if Spider Verse wasn't there, I probably would have given it to. Yeah. Um, uh, was the Incredibles too? You know, I was like, eh, I'm sorry. So, anyway, so yeah, that, that was a, that was a great conversation, guys. Um, hopefully, Demon Slayer at least makes the nomination. We still don't know, but who knows? But you know, who knows? Hopefully, gets the attention. If not, God willing, Luke on the third. Mm-hmm. Hey, God yeah, willing. That, that movie looks so gorgeous and stylish. Oh hell yeah! All right, so the next topic that we have here is Zack Snyder um, is make has confirmed that the Justice League was a three or four hour film. Uh four hour yeah, film. Four hour yeah, film. I was gonna say four hour. Is gonna be rated R for violence and language. And we're all gonna give our thoughts on that. Uh Daniel wanna start us off? Uh rated R. So are we gonna go like to a hardcore territory like how okay probably not like Joker but maybe something like Deadpool? Probably not. I just see it like maybe it's just a, you know, kind of like the Avengers situation back when uh, the first Avengers was in the making. They sent it over to the, whatever it is, whatever they call the rating system for films are. MPAA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, you know, they sent it over and they got back saying it's going to be rated R. It's like, why? Yeah, like too much blood spurting out, edited out, and we'll make it PG-13. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not expecting anything too extreme to happen. Mm-hmm. Joy, honestly, um, it's interesting. I mean, I know uh, the, I guess the extended edition of Batman v Superman was rated R, mm-hmm. and I, if I recall from that, like most of it wasn't like that, like super bloody, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got to see a bit of Batman's ass, Ben Affleck's ass. So, I mean, maybe we'll see more Ben Affleck ass to make it rated R. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised um, we aren't going to get, like, the... Wow, I wouldn't... I feel like, like, we won't get, like... Yeah, I kind of agree with Daniel. We won't get, like, something super gratuitous. No, I doubt it. Bloody as hell. Like, I don't, yeah. Unless, I don't know, like... We see a dark side just curb stomping some random dude. I mean, I don't know. Like, like I feel like the idea of it being rated R is interesting, mm-hmm. just because like 
I, I guess it sort of like I think confirms to me that this is going for a darker tone and probably in the, in in line with the original Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. So that might uh, at least for me it's kind of like well this is going to be a little weird. Because it, it always felt like that, that sort of tone for the DC universe was always sort of, like, really odd. And, like, you know, it's gotten better with, like, recent films um, to a certain extent with, like, Shazam and stuff. But, I don't know, it's going to be so weird to, like, just bring it back to that. Yeah, it's like we, we're, we're going backwards in time. Yeah. We're getting his vision. That's what I mean. That's that's what everyone everyone was telling me. Like we want to see Zack Snyder's vision, and I've always been like, I kind of don't want to see Zack Snyder's vision because Zack Snyder's vision isn't, you know, what I tend to associate with the DC, you know, universe, the, the heroes, and all that kind of stuff. And really, when I first heard that, it was like we're being rated R. I was like. And like the, I'm pretty sure even you heard me go with the, the biggest sigh I've ever, I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I think when, when you first discovered that, uh, you, you uh, were very sort of like, I don't know, it, it was very sort of like, why, why, just why? <laughs> and like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like you, like you guys. I'm not expecting there to be like, like Batman pounding Wonder Woman or whatever. <laughs> I mean, when you said that it was just violence and some language, I was like. Oh come on! There's not gonna be any like banging. Come on, Zach. You did 300. There was plenty of banging in that. You did watch me. <laughs> There's plenty. Really, where, where the suits like, listen, Zach. You can you can have as much blood as you want, and as much cursing as you want. But I swear to God, if we see Gal Gadot naked, we're gonna ax you. And it's like, all right, I guess I'll do that. I don't, <laughs> I don't listen. Know. They call him the Flash because he runs really fast, not because he can flash. No, no, I'm pretty positive he does. Uh, the Flash is a uh, pre-ejaculator. Scud. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they actually made that joke in the Justice League cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm referring to, because it's sort of like... It was me, Barry. It was always me. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it was Zoom. It was Zoom all along. You, you thought it was from a touch... <laughs> I tricked your girlfriend in thinking it was from just one touch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I made that guy. I love him. Man, anyways, um, <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, yeah. So me hearing that Zack Snyder is making a radar, I'm just like, really, are we doing this? It just, I guess, it's 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 basically what he's always been toting. What he always sees comic book, comic book movies or comic books should be. Sort of like this, like really dark and gritty, sort of expectation. I mean, like he said himself that he really didn't get into comics, like until he read something like Watchmen, which was which, if you guys don't know, it was meant to be like a sort of critique of you know a deconstruction of the superheroes. That's why, like you know, the all the heroes are, are kind of like meant to be like a kind of a mirror version. Heck, most of those characters are based on actual real um, characters that were later bought by DC and integrated into like their universe. You know, Rorschach is the question. Blue Beetle is um, representative is basically Owlman and such. And he's basically saying like, you know, these people are kind of messed up. That And and that's basically what the Watchmen was saying. And, you know, that's why, you know, Zack Snyder made sure that Watchmen was like a one-to-one to the comic except without the squid. Which uh, we were all, which was, uh, you know, we were all worse for it. Yeah, we're all worse for it. Mm. I'm being serious. Good <laughs> Lord. Listen, the squid would have been cool. I, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't. But, I mean, I get the whole idea of what he was going for. Like, he's like, like it makes more sense if it was Dr. Manhattan than the squid. Because uh, the, the squid has a hard, really hard explanation going on. Says you. I've read the book. <laughs> I know. So, um,. Really, when that's when you're like, when you realize, like, you know, maybe this guy isn't the best guy for these kind of stories. That you know, considering the situation, I'm, no, I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. That it's also one of those things where I'm like, you know, I kind of, 
was hoping he'd be a little more better. And I wouldn't say better, but I'm like, I kind of expected something else that, you know. You wanted to learn his mistakes from the previous uh, films. Yeah, that's what it is. Because, uh, I don't know, was the Ultimate Edition or whatever of Batman vs. Superman better or worse? It's, it's like, if I recall from people talking about it, it it's slightly better, but not, like... Not by a margin? It doesn't, it doesn't fundamentally change the film enough to make it a, a better movie. It just adds more context to stuff, uh, gives backstory to one of the uh, witnesses... Uh, that was at the Superman's trial, whatever the uh, the woman from Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that that was a thing. It, it gives slightly more context to some things, but not enough. But it, it basically it's not to the point where like it fundamentally changes the film. Is like my third eye is open now. Batman v Superman is the greatest movie of all time. It's more like oh okay, so I guess that kind of explains some things. But this movie still is not that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the general consensus from from what I've heard, and. Yeah, I think we were are essentially going to get what is essentially potentially a Zack Snyder's true like vision unfettered, uh, mm-hmm. very sort of like this is what this is what I always wanted it to be. Now I have all the money and budget to actually do it instead of just being constrained or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, remember, you're finding out that uh, Martian Manhunter has been there the whole time. It's gonna be, yeah. It's oh god, I'm. See, it's like you're you're cautiously optimistic to be like, please be like, actually, good, but there's always n- new stuff you hear about it. Like for me, like Zack Snyder being like, oh, the Joker, Jared Leto, Joker's gonna be in here. It's like, why? Why is he important? It doesn't. Why is it? Why do you gotta add the Joker in here? Yeah, like there's actually another reason this too. Like, uh, not only uh, Jared Leto is coming back for the Joker role, but uh, they're giving his character a complete uh, makeover as well. It's like, why, why would you do this? Yeah, it's funny because when Daniel told me about the makeover, I was like, why does he look like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Yeah, like when I saw it, it kind of does look like. Uh, no, it's blurred, but it's like. Yeah, it's all blurred. You, you can see his long hair and everything. Like, I feel like you're taking that Joker and just, you know, actually making him look like the Joker. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's like a weird thing about it. It's like, if it, it, if it is, if we do, once we do see the full image reveal, and it just turns out he looks like a weirder version of. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and it's like, oh, so you're just borrowing, like, a good Joker design instead of the original Joker design you made up that was super bad and no one loved, and you're so just... was that him, or was that, uh, the other guy? Oh, uh, David Ayer? Yeah. See, I'm not entirely sure. It could have been either one of them, but the thing is, I think at the time, Zack Snyder definitely had some creative control in terms of some of the DC stuff, you know, mm-hmm. in the movies. Yeah, like, pretty much, he was, like, the, pretty much uh, the head director of, you know, like, how he wants his movies to go in these certain directions before, uh... The, yeah, because he has a producing role. Yeah, he does have, like, producing roles on, like, a lot of the DC He even films. had it in the recent Wonder Woman, too. Yeah, and I think it's... Yeah, it might just be either contract, contract, contractual back before, you know, like, he got booted off of... before he left Justice League, is like... Oh, I, I, contractually, me and my wife, uh, I forget her name, but yeah. are basically producers on these DC films. And, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, producers do have a good amount of power in terms of directing uh, certain elements of filmmaking. So, I don't know. It's entirely possible that uh, David Ayer's Joker was, like, and, and like both David Ayers and Zack Snyder agreed that yes, this design for Joker is great. We're gonna do it, and it, everyone's gonna love it. No, I hated it. <laughs> absolutely, no one is going to uh, say anything bad about the design. The, I think I said before, the only thing I liked was the laughing hand, the, like the smile on his hand, because that, that way, like he's high, like he's like kind of holding his laughter. He has that big smile going on. Yeah, which I, I, I do agree that's also a good design choice there. Yeah. But the rest of it just does not work. I mean, it yeah, just looks like a middle school like hot topic kid. 
Yeah, it's just... I gotta get a tattoo of the word damage on my forehead, and I want it to be all uh, fancy cursive, so it looks good for my job interviews. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it's all kinds of... So, I mean, like, I mean, that's kind of a, that's kind of my situation like, with, the, with, with the Justice League movie. I'm like, yes, okay, first of all, we are gonna watch it, because why wouldn't we? Um, it's gonna be four hours of hell, possibly. But, you know, essentially what could happen you know it's it's not looking very promising from my perspective considering a lot of what Zack Snyder has done like I, I like Man of Steel I don't agree with the ending of Man of Steel which he's the one who brought up even though Christopher Nolan was like go do it <laughs> and Batman vs Superman we know how that one turned out yeah mm-hmm. and then his influence on Wonder Woman we know how that turned out I, it's it's yeah it's weird. Um, I mean, the first film was great. Uh, second film could have been better, but it's not bad or anything. Mm-hmm. Although I will say this, it would be interesting to see what he wanted to do, as opposed to what Josh Whedon came in and changed. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It is like, and that's sort of like I think the thing about the whole Snyder Cut thing. And a lot of these uh, people who are like supporting and stuff, it's sort of like, hey, I just want to see what Zack Snyder would have done. And a lot of them are sort of like, they don't really like, I think some of them don't really care if if it necessarily it becomes a better film than the original Justice League. I mean, there probably are some of them that do feel like, oh, like, the Zack Snyder Justice League is going to be automatically better than the original Justice League. And it's like, uh, is it though? Because clearly, like at the time, like there's definitely like some. There were some rumor mills. Yeah, there was some rumor stuff going around with the one of the brothers executives not exactly being super happy with what was going to go down for Justice League. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, like uh, some of that's like you know it's unconfirmed. We don't know exactly, but it 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 definitely led to. Uh, Warmer is just going. Let's get Josh Whedon on here. He made the Avengers movies. Clearly, he knows how to bring an ensemble cast and make us a billion dollars, which did not happen. Did not happen. No. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still cautiously optimistic, and at least hoping that it will be a serviceable film. And I, I, I am wondering if this, uh, if the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, does like well. Because it is being released on HBO Max, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, it does well in that service. Um, what does that mean for the current DC lineup in terms of films coming out like nowadays? Does that are we will they switch directions and be like, let's go in this let's continue Zack Snyder's direction and uh, do that stuff, or do they continue doing what they've been doing, which is like slowly moving past. Zack Snyder stuff and being sort of like yeah, like each movie is kind of like their own thing. Yeah, I mean, I've been hearing stuff about the film that makes me go like, I mean, I guess that's cool, but it's just really weird, like Cyborg being the heart of the film and stuff like that. Which I'm like, that seems cool. Um, yeah, you know, he's no longer with the DCU now. Yeah, like I think Ray Fisher, right? Yeah, Ray Fisher. He's he's like, I'm done with these guys. Mm. Which I hope he does better for life. But anyways, um, there's a lot of stuff out there for the movie that I'm like, I, I just I don't I really don't know. I'm just I'm just not. I, I, I you said it better. I'm cautiously optimistic about it. But every and whenever there's a news that I'm like I'm not for, I'm like, just it just keeps. It's a Jenga tower. Each move is slowly but surely gonna make me just it's gonna make it crumble down and make me go like. Why did I waste my time? Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, Dan, what do you think? I mean, either way, I'm not really worried, but, you know, yeah, but I'm, I'm cautious about the film itself, but I'm not worried about what will happen, because uh, if it's if it's still not good, well, we know, like, they're going to keep going to that direction, and if it turns out to be re- a good, it's, I think it's a bit too late for them to go back to 
you know, the, the direction that we're going for before, because mm-hmm. we've seen how they went with Aquaman, we saw how they went with Shazam, and we're already getting a look at how they're going with the Suicide Squad, so they already made their decision how they want to go ahead with, uh, from now on for the future DC films. So right now, like, either way, what's going to happen is that whatever happens with the Zack Snyder, uh, you know, cut, it's, it's just going to happen and that's it. Yeah. And like, it is, it's like saying, when, when the Rated R thing came out, it's, we're all just like, really, why? I mean, I guess, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but like, why? <laughs> it just, it, we're all, it was just a collective why. And that's how basically we are right now. And we're just talking about like what our thoughts are going to be for the movie and that uh, will eventually come out with the next one. I think so. Yeah, March. I didn't, I'm now realizing March is going to be a very busy month for us. Because we've got King Kong vs. Godzilla. I mean, Godzilla vs. King Kong. we got Mercy of the WandaVision. we got Zack Snyder. I'm pretty sure there's another film in there, too. Maybe. But anyways, um, just, just hopefully it comes out all right. And, and hopefully we'll, we'll all get out of this together stronger and be like, that was a that was a thing. That was a thing. So, and I think that's probably, that's probably the best way place to end it for this episode. Uh, thank you all for checking this out. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to follow us, we do have an Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Geek Centurions. We are most likely uh, more active on our Instagram. There, you will find a link tree to all of our to all the podcasting areas that we are basically in. So, basically, like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. And we also have YouTube. So for you audio listeners out there and you want to give a good, you know, look to see how we all look. We're all just these guys with glasses. That's simply that's it. But if you want to get to see, you know, more of us, we're there on the YouTube where you can comment, like, and subscribe to every video, every video of the of these episodes, as well as, you know, it's a good way to keep in contact with us. You know, comment, see what we could do better. Heck, uh, do whatever you can for us. Help us out on the YouTube. Because YouTube is really a weird waste. A weird, you know, Wild West area for us. And if you want to support us in any way, we do have a Patreon where you can at least um, provide us with some sort of funding so that we can probably do more stuff. Uh, I know situations are really weird nowadays. But we do want to do some more crazy stuff whenever we can. Like, we, we had a lot of stuff planned, but, you know, times, they, they can be difficult. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah, I think that's about it. Hopefully, um, Demon Slayer gets in there. Uh, Zack Snyder, I hope to at least enjoy some of your um, Justice League. I'll tell you that right now. I don't have, I, I have very, very little hope that it's going to be great. Like, above average. But you know, hopefully, you know, you find get you finally get to say what you wanted to say with just like I think that's good enough for me. And yeah, I think that's about it. So guys, it's been your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. It's been me, Daniel. And we are the Gisentarians and we are signing out. You guys have a good one. Peace. <laughs>